Today's episode of Throne Room Breakdown is brought to you by Robinhood. With Robinhood, you can invest in stocks, options, and ETFs right from your phone. You can even spend and earn interest on uninvested cash. And with fractional shares, you can buy stocks in any amount, including companies like Apple, Amazon, and Tesla, for as little as $1. And that's with no commission fees or account minimums. So whether you're new to investing and ready to learn or just looking for a better experience, stop waiting and join the 10 million Robinhood users. Listeners can get started with a free stock by going to throne.robinhood.com. That's throne.robinhood.com. All investments involve risk. This is not an investment advice, a recommendation, or solicitation of any security. Other fees may apply. Visit rbnhd.co slash fees. The free stock program is subject to certain limitations. Annual percentage yield on uninvested cash is paid by program banks and is variable. Robinhood Financial is not a bank. Man, I can shoot the ball. I know I can shoot the ball. I'm not worried about what anybody says. Like, I'm a dog on the court. That's how I play. They play fast. They have three-point shooting. They're young. They're versatile. And that's how I want to play. That's how I think the game should be played. You know, this team is on the rise. The city's on the rise. Oh, that's, that's exciting. You know, I'm getting chills talking about it. You are listening to Throne Room Breakdown with Jason Jones and Kenny Carraway, only on the Athletic Podcast Network. Hello, everyone, on this glorious Tuesday. This is Jason Jones. And this is Kenny Carraway. And Jason, no matter how much... You and Mario Lopez beg the Dodgers will not be getting those World Series. I don't really want it. I mean, I'm. you can't give me back the joy I would have had in 2017 or 2018. You can't give me my joy. Get your man's Mario, man. Get your man's. I, I, every fan base has people on the, on the outskirts who say wild things. And I, I, on top of that, I, I heard he's from I'm San not, Diego. The hell is he doing? I don't know. Well, I mean, the beautiful six one nine has a has a baseball up, team themselves. If you grew up a, around the Padres, I, that, I would understand not being a Padres <laughs> fan. I, I would get it. I mean, why would you want to be a Padres fan? I mean, what hell, they, what what, dude, hell, I, why would you I mean, want to be a Dodgers fan? At least we're the Dodgers. I'll say this: the Padres did have Long Beach Poly legend, Hall of Famer, the late great Tony Gwynn. So shout out to those. Oh, Tony Gwynn went to Poly. I didn't know that. Yeah, man, home okay. of scholars of champions. We dominate in everything. <laughs> We got Snoop, we had Tony Gwynn, you know. Jordan you know, Bell. You no, know, Tyus. I didn't know Tyus Edney went to Poly, though. Oh, yeah, Tyus Edney, Long Beach Poly legend. But anyway, former King Tyus Edney, let's just jump into these kings. <sighs> and another example of uh, we get up, well, we, we get down, we fight back, we lose in the end. It's kind of getting tired. It's kind of a played out, played out scenario. It's definitely played out. They get they get down by fifteen plus every game. It don't matter who they playing. Fifteen plus every game. That's that's whack, man. <laughs> that's that's whack. And and I I don't know. A lot of people want to point the finger at Luke and all this other stuff. I'm not above pointing the finger at Luke at this point because somebody, I think it's the players, but somebody's got to be held accountable for getting down this much every single time. You know what I'm saying? And it's that's just whack, man. You're, you're not gonna you're not gonna win that way. 
This is, it goes. I'm not inventing the real. I'm not. I'm not uh, goddamn um, Dr. Naismith saying this. But no, you're not going to win that way when you're down 15 points every time. Yeah, and the thing is, you're you're not you know Milwaukee. You're not the Lakers. You're not the Clippers. You can't say, okay, we're down 12. Hey, Kawhi, come save us now. Get going. You know, and it's it's the most baffling thing about this team. I think Bielito said last night. You know, we can't underestimate it, people. We're not in position. I'm like, why are we, why are we still having that conversation? Yeah, it's game forty. What the hell have you been watching? And you do do guys really still think that? I mean, how could you not come out ready to play? I mean, the Orlando Magic they aren't the sexy team of the league, so on and so forth. You know, but Orlando's nineteen and twenty one right now. The Kings are ten games below five hundred. How dare you look at Orlando like, oh, we got the Magic. They got an all-star. I can't believe we're, we're still having this conversation. It's ridiculous. It's, I mean, it's legitimately ridiculous at this point. I, I would almost rather than, like, stop saying that. Like, say something else. Because if that's really the case, it's an embarrassment. And this is what we talked about last week. Somebody somebody needs to check them in that locker room if they're not already. I'm not. Maybe they are. You know what I'm saying? But somebody needs to, like, tell them straight up, like, the hell are you guys talking about not like a reporter and one of the players what the hell are you talking about overlooking somebody there's some there's some bullshit we're the team that that should be uh getting overlooked at 15 and 25 you know what i'm saying come on man so how are you on disrespect the orlando magic like oh well they, they don't i always wonder sometimes whether it be fans players do y'all even watch the rest of the nba do you not know nikola vucevic who hit you for what 26 points and 15 boards last night is pretty damn good Seriously, do you not know that Aaron Gordon is one of the, the better young defenders in this in this league? Somebody as simple as DJ Augustine. You know how to me at least. Do you know how good DJ Augustine is? <laughs> DJ Augustine can play. Do you not know Markel Fultz has been playing better? Th- I mean, I, you know, I, it, I I can't figure this out. I mean, I mean, to me, there are some things you can look at with coach, and I can't blame a coach if his players do stuff. I can't blame the coach for that. Because I just, I, I mean, and then again, it goes back to me. I've been saying all along, this team ain't as good as people think it is. I don't know, you know, I know you can't look at last year and be like, well, look what we did. Last year don't matter. Last year, Dallas sucked. So we're supposed to be like, well, why are they so good? They're supposed to suck because they sucked last year. I mean, it, well, I was on the train. I, mean, it's, I didn't it's, think it's, Dallas yeah. would be very good. I, I, I was on that train. I, I mean, I, I, I don't I think either. they got a lot of, I don't think they have a lot outside of Luka. I'm not even, and I, I love KP when he was in the with the Knicks, but I'm not sold on KP. You can't build around him. So I thought Dallas would be about what they were last year, but they've exceeded expectations and the Kings yeah. haven't. And the thing is, uh, I didn't think, I, I didn't look at Dallas's roster and go, oh, that's a playoff team. But you know what? This is where we are now. But in January, 2020, they are. So you can't, you know, we can't, you can't, you know, at some point you got to stop talking about last season at some point, at some point we got to get past, well, look, what did we do? Like we won 39 games. You sucked after the all-star break. I don't want to hear about last season anymore. I mean, I'm, I'm tired of the whole, well, we did, it'd be different if they ascended last season, they descended to end the year. They didn't ascend. Did we forget that, that they, they blew two 25 point leads? They lost to uh, the Pelicans, who were actively tanking. You know what I'm saying? The Pelicans actively kept trying tanking. to lose that game. They kept trying. They were like, okay, who can we sit now? They tried to lose. I mean, they couldn't. They did all they could to lose that game. I mean, I said, I'm just sick of hearing about 39 wins. I'm like, it wasn't like you started off slow and picked it up. 
you guys want you guys went in reverse. So to me, what we've seen this year is actually continuing the trend of what we saw in last year. I mean, this is, this is what they were doing last year. And I mean, if you if you add the way that after the break, you know, you've got a total of twenty four wins <laughs> and forty one losses. That's what they are in their last. You know, you break it down. That's what they are: twenty one and forty one. The new thing right now in King's Twitter, in the King's streets, because, you know, I got my ear to the streets, is now they want to blame Luke Walton for putting Buddy Heald on the other team's score. I'm sorry, King's Twitter. It's the goddamn NBA. All right? It's the NBA. Everybody scores. Everybody gets buckets. It's like my man said and paid in full. It's like A said and paid in full. Everybody eats, baby. Everybody eats. That's, that's what happens in the NBA. You, you can't hide Buddy Hill. Let's just take last night, for instance. They were mad because he was on Fournier. Would you want him to guard Markel Folks and, and have Markel Folks ball by him every goddamn play? Or, or, or what? He should guard Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon go for 40 on his head. Like, stop. Listen to the NBA. This comes down to Buddy Hill has to be better. He, 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 the first, the, the biggest problem here is the fact that you're asking to hide this man that you just paid $90 million to. You can't do that. You can't do that. And be, name a good team that's out there trying to hide their starting two guard on the defensive end. It don't happen. You know what I'm saying? And, and it, it just baffles my mind that they're looking at this situation like that's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, find a way to hide him. Like, no, no, they don't care. What happened is, it's a problem. They hate, yeah, they hate Luke so much. They just go the other way and they absolve the players of any responsibility in this at all. It's all Luke's fault. I said last time I checked, Luke ain't in the game. And here's the thing. I mean, this is kind of the the conundrum, whatever you want to call it. The coaching staff is in. Trust me. I'm trust me. I'm not talking out the, out my ass. Trust me. They want to sit him for defense a lot, a lot. But they here's the other thing too, whether it be from management, the whole the whole deal. They know that in order for them to ever become a good team, you can't be hiding this man. You paying twenty million dollars a year. You can't just be sitting him all the time for defense. He got to learn. So and they know they're going to take some losses because they're doing that. They know that. I mean, I don't see why people people can't accept it, but it is what it is. They lost the San Antonio game in December because they did not sit him. I mean, that's that's a that's a fact. They lost that game because they did not sit him. They and, almost lost the Houston game because they didn't sit him. Yeah. So I mean, you know, and actually, this is not bash Buddy season. I mean, I don't you know Buddy works hard. I don't. It's not to me. It's not that I don't think Buddy doesn't care. But I don't. I think people don't look at the big the, the entire picture of this. You know, when you've got teams, you know. I mean, I, I can go back many times this season. When we went, to, when the Kings went to L.A., L.A. were the fans were ready to boo KCP out of the NBA. They hated him. He <laughs> they, sees the Kings defense. Head, KC, KCP out there just getting buckets again. It's like, whoa, what happened? Who is this dude? Right. He took it you back know, to Georgia you, on him. Yeah, you can't have a you know, and you know, to me, this whole we got a hot. You can't you know the way the rules are nowadays. You can't hide people. The Kings love getting guys you got to hide. I mean, whether it was Jimmer, I mean, Nick Marcus Stauskas. Marcus Thornton. Always trying to hide somebody. No, you got to play that. You got to play defense. Yeah. You know, and and I think Buddy, the quick thing about it, I think Buddy's actually been playing better to a degree. But when you're starting, you know, there's levels to it. And I think it's an easy, lazy thing to say, well, hey, Buddy, you know, don't put Buddy on that guy. 
You don't right. think teams run offenses? They don't make you have to switch or do something? Yo, we saw it in the NBA Finals years ago with the Warriors, mm-hmm. with, with, with the Kyrie and Steph. Then they were going to run that action until Steph ended up on Kyrie. Yeah. Because That's you right. can't hide people. And this whole, we got to, you know, it's like put the players in bubble wrap. Like, well, you know, we got to protect this guy's feelings. We got to protect that guy's feelings. We got to do, you know, at some point, you know, you know, at some point it's got to be on the players because whether people want to, I mean, I've said it, I've written it. They did not like Dave Yeager and the way they finished the year proved they didn't like him. So now I don't want to hear, well, it's the coach to me. It's, it's, it, it, does Luke have a part in this? Definitely. You know, it's not all just it's on the players, but this whole we absolve them of all things. I mean, are they uh, this whole idea? We got to keep on talking about we didn't, we can't underestimate people. Who were you to underestimate anybody? You, you know, there's only two teams in the West worse than you right now. Don't you guys got a lot of nerve to underestimate somebody? All right, they got to stop that talk. And then to go back to the Jaeger thing that you talk about, I, I hear all the time. Oh well, yeah, they didn't like Jaeger because he he asked them to work or he demanded stuff out of them. I'm sorry. That, I don't think they were ever demanded to play defense last year. Like it, the, <laughs> the whole thing was, I don't care if you get scored on, get out and run. That's not demanding anything. Like that, that ain't the answer either. These guys got demanded of things of the things demanded them had tantrums. Buddy literally had a tantrum because he because he got the, it was demanded he play defense. Like literally had a tantrum. Like Marvin was not happy because it was demanded he come off the bench. Don't tell me these guys aren't being held accountable. And all these, you know, and these guys will tell you, you talk to them private. I mean, I had one player tell me specifically, our problem is not Luke. It is not Luke at all. That is not our problem. The problem is us. And, 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 and I mean, and these are off the record conversations we're having here. So it's not like they have any reason to lie. And you got people close to the players. I mean, even Rashawn Holmes' mom is tweeting, no, I like, you know, you know, you, you got De'Aaron Fox's dad tweeting, hey, it ain't, this ain't on the coach, this is on those guys. So you, you got people, when people close to the team are saying, or close to the players are saying that, that should give you more insight to what the issue is other than I'm sitting at home, hate watching my favorite team, and I just hate Luke Walton. You know, and I think, I mean, I, I could be overthinking it. I think some of the fans hate Luke Walton because he was a Laker. I think that has something to do with it, for real. They're, they're and and it because it, I, I mean some of this hate is so irrational, like you know guys get hurt. Why is he playing Corey Joseph? Because De'Aaron Fox is hurt, dummy. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I mean, some of it is just so irrational. I saw I saw a tweet last night um, where they were talking about Belly played good, Fox played good, Bagley played good. The Kings still lost. What's the What's the reason for that? Alluding to it being Luke Walton. I'm sorry, is it Luke Walton's fault that outside of Belly and Fox that the Kings went two for 18 last night from three? I mean, how, how, like, this is where I get off the blame the coach train. How is that the coach's fault? Two of 18 from three from the rest of the team last night. From NBA players. Barnes only took eight, only took eight shots. Come on, come on, man. Five points. Come on, Trevor, mean, Trevor Ariza got some great looks last night. He didn't hit him. I know Trevor, Trevor's not playing well. Like, this, even you talk about the signings and all this other stuff. Trevor has hit. He hadn't gone over five on those type of wide open shots his whole career. This year, he has. You know what I'm saying? And they talk about him playing uh, as many minutes as he plays. We've we've chronicled this a number of different times on this show. Nobody is wanting him to play 30 minutes a night. That is, Trevor don't want it. Luke don't want it. The front office isn't looking for it. But the bottom line is, 
where are you going to go? J- Justin James? I like Justin James. You, you want to talk about um, people getting mad because Corey Joseph can't shoot. What do you think they're going to do when Justin James and Corey Joseph is in the lineup? At least they show some type of respect to Trevor Ariza. You can't put Justin James out there for, for 15, 20 minutes. I mean, and right now, it's like the, Justin is now the backup quarterback. Everyone's all, oh, yeah, it's, it's, you got to play, you got to play Justin. That's what, you know, and to ask a second round pick from Wyoming to be the savior is ridiculous. And, that, and that's no shot at Justin. No, just, we, we've said numerous times, we like Justin. Un, we we like unfair. what he can bring here. But it's nah, unfair he's not ready. to think, you know, it's unfair. And like, you know, because before it was, we got to play Harry. That's the problem. We're not playing Harry. You're asking, you know, and I've talked to some of the coaches about this and people around the team. The, the people we're focusing on are like your seventh man, your eighth man, your ninth man. I'm sorry. This ain't, this ain't, you know, if, if your big problem is Trevor Ariza, we got bigger issues. You got way bigger issues. I mean, you know, and and that's the thing I think people don't want to address, that we can blame. If Trevor is not good or bad. He is not the reason why you have 15 wins. Neither is, you know, or you could say he is because the way he and Corey and them played, you might have 10 wins right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, that's true. you're still... You're still looking at, in terms of the roster, if you're going to do a hierarchy, you're still looking at, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten men. You're not looking at, you know, you know your main contributors and your main guys. Like, well, like I said, one of them's only played ten games. I mean, we can, you know, injuries that aren't matters. That you matters. Know, <laughs> you know, Marvin's played ten games. That matters. If you, if this is what I always say to people, if you're so upset with Vadi Divac or Luke Walton, I want you to tell me right now that if Fox and Bagley would have played the entire uh, the entire season, no injuries, that they would still be 15 and 25. I want you to make that declaration. Nobody says that. Oh, no, they'd have a better record. Okay, so how are you getting mad at these two, Flotty and, and Luke, for things that are out of their control? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I it's, think it's out of your control. They'd be, they, they'd be around where Memphis is, is my guess. I mean, they'd be at least three, at least minimum three or four games better, I think. I think there's games they don't lose. I mean, that's just a guess. I mean, I think anyone, any reasonable person can see that, you know, and then. You'd be surprised, more. Jason. You'd be surprised. <laughs> they don't have Bogdan Bogdanovich right now. The, the the player everyone hailed as the most consistent player all year, Rashawn Holmes is hurt. It's hurt. And no, don't don't. No, there's the other thing. I, I'm go, I'm going off today. I, I'm I'm going all into King's King's Twitter today. Um, it is the new training staff's fault that Rashawn Holmes got hurt. Did you hear that one? Oh, and and that Marvin Bagley got hurt. It's their fault. I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to play that game. Come on, man. And now a word from our sponsor. We talk about physical fitness a lot. But there's another side to the game that's just as important. I'm talking about mental fitness. Calm, the number one app for sleep and meditation, has teamed up with LeBron James to help train your mind. LeBron and Calm know that your mind is like any other muscle in your body. And Calm can help you train your brain so you sleep better, have less stress, and perform at your best. For a limited time, our listeners can join LeBron in using Calm with a 40% discount to an annual membership at calm.com throne. Unlock content to help you focus, ease stress, and sleep better. Get started at calm.com slash throne. That's calm.com slash throne. And now back to the show. 
I'm not a doctor. Rashawn Holmes jammed his shoulder into another grown man. How is that somebody else's fault? How is that a training staff's fault? And this is the same training staff they had last year when De'Aaron missed one game. Thank you. They so, just I mean, man, they be finding it, anything it, to say, yeah, man. You know, it's, it's just like hey, finding anything. Yeah, you know, we got to blame something rather than just deal with it. You know, because really the truth is always boring. The reality of the situation is boring. What's more fun, you know, and then there's kind of this thing around the king that's been around for years is that you blame who's no longer here. And remember, Brandon Williams is gone. Remember, it's, it's not true. Remember, Brandon Williams fired everyone. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, yeah, have you guys ever thought about the idea that that's, that, that's even true? Who gave him the authority <laughs> to do it? Brandon Williams fired everybody. Okay. And so because Brandon's gone and Brandon was the boogeyman to the training staff. See, we can we can keep blaming Brandon because he's gone. See, Brandon messed us up before he left. And before, you know, before that, it was Scott Perry who gave out all these horrible contracts. And they're all, you know, and then once Pete DeLosandro's gone, they they still stink. Well, remember, it was Pete who was here for 18 months. It's his fault. Well, that was Pete's fault. Well, I mean, when he was gone, (laughs) I mean, Pete didn't draft Papianis. The only thing I have a problem with Pete was the Isaiah Thomas thing. That was it. And that was so that was so clear cut and dry. But I hear what you're saying. Yeah, but I mean, there's always, you know, there's always someone to blame rather than just dealing with the reality. You know, hey, you know, guess what? I mean, you know, Pete and Manny, those guys were great. I, you know, I miss having, I got to know them. I'm around them almost every day for damn near a decade. But, you know, this is, this is, this is sports. This is grown man business. If you're going to sit around and not do your job because Pete ain't there, you know, because that, that was one of the things people were saying, well, the reason why Harry wasn't, wasn't ready to go before the season is because there was no Pete and Manny. If you believe that, if that was true, if that's true, Harry shouldn't be in the league. I mean, that, that's insulting on so many. I levels. was about to say that's disrespectful to Harry Giles. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's- I was like, I was like, I'm like, so what, Harry? You just ain't gonna work out because the, your trainer, because because uh, your strict conditioning coach is gone, because right. Ramsey's gone. You ain't gonna work out, right? That 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 is, you're just be, what you're basically telling Harry that Harry is so. I don't I don't want to use the wrong word, but Harry is so. I'm trying to think of he that. lacks his own self motivation and self want. Yeah, yeah, he is so undisciplined that he will only work out for this guy. Right. Come on, y'all! Come yeah. on, y'all! It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. So, so when yeah. you get when we talk about more on the court stuff, I I somebody put something to me, and this was like a a, a real thought. This was one that I will um, entertain because I kind of it's a question that needs to be asked. So. Tim Maxwell, I've gone back and forth with him a number of different times, but I'm not a hater. I'm not a poacher. We had this conversation. I'm not going to act like it was completely my idea. See, I ain't no hater. That's how it works, Jason. He brought up the point, do you consider, when he's healthy again, starting bogey over Buddy? And I, a long time ago, before last, that the training camp in the summer going into last season, I always thought that you start Bogdan at the two, Bring Buddy off the bench as like a Lou Will type person. Let him focus on getting buckets and nothing else. Because Bogey got hurt, that might have been the plan too. But because Bogey got hurt, Buddy started and he took off. He ran with it. And I had to shut up because I was like, the man, he's doing great. He maybe is, maybe I was wrong. Maybe he is that two guard that we're expecting. And now it's coming back to kind of what I thought. Everything that's asked of an NBA two guard, I don't know if he's necessarily equipped to be able to handle and I think it's a real question to ask when Bogey comes back. Do you start him? Now, the concern, obviously, in my opinion, is do you lose Buddy Hill if you take him out of mentally? Do you lose him if you take him out of the starting rotation? 
and now you're somebody you're paying $90 million to. Is it an option? And should, to be honest with you, should Luke and Vladi even care at this point? Because I don't know if having him as the starting two guard is ever going to work. If you really, if he's not going to get it on a defensive end. First, I don't know if Buddy could deal with, I mean, how his how his psyche would deal with B. I think he might feel like benching him would be, like he's being blamed. Like it's all his fault. And I don't think anyone thinks it's all his fault. But you got to try something different at some point. But the thing is with Bogey and his injuries, it's kind of these nagging injuries. Maybe you want to bring him off the bench and limit his playing time anyway. Can you can you run Bogey into the ground at this point? I mean, first you got to get him back before you even worry about. You got to get him back, you know. And and, and remember, uh, you know, that first year, Buddy was coming off the bench behind Bogey, and they would play together. And I I think I I don't I just I don't know you know I know from from internally, the, as much as the Kings like Bogey, I don't think they view him as a starting two guard in the NBA. They think he's best as a six man. And if you and if you bench him, if you bench Buddy and start him, what you're really saying is we have two, we have two essentially backup two guards, or two seventh eighth men, and one of them we're and we're that's going to be a lot of them if they if they keep Bogey, that's a lot of money tied up in two guys. Right. So I don't know if you go that you know that far, but I mean I think they got to be open to anything. Just kind of even not even just for now, looking ahead to next season, like what do you know what can we build toward going forward i know how buddy might take it and like i said i don't know you know maybe he's you know grown in maturity maybe that episode that he had a couple weeks ago made him step back and you know i don't know but he's but he's a good dude so i don't he's not no i don't think he's a selfish bad dude so i could see him being open to something like that for the team but i could see where he might look at it as a demotion and i told people last year if I'm if I'm saying that you could have a Lou Williams type of impact or career in this league, that is not a knock. That is not a bad thing. Like if you can come if you can come in and I can count on you for 15 to 20 points a night, you know, coming off the bench and then you probably would be the guy that they close out with if you're rolling hot. I mean, that's not a bad thing. I, I know in the game, I know people want to start and there's a lot of, you know, ego and, and, and value in that, you know, to, to a player's ego. But man. You know, in some cases, if 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 that did happen and Buddy could really embrace that role, I think it could be great. But I mean, I guess maybe we're getting way ahead of ourselves. But I, I thought it was a, a valid thought to, to to think about. I think they you everything know. has to be a valid thought at this point. I mean, you know, but to me, the main thing you got to do now is got to keep Marvin on the court, and you got to figure. You, you know, Marvin's gonna Marvin hasn't played. You know he's gonna play fewer games this year than he played last season, so you you know so you just got to keep him on the damn court, you know. And but here's the bright side though: he's back, and guess who's in town tomorrow? <laughs> guess who's back? Everyone's that, favorite, everyone's favorite Dallas Maverick. Jump man, jump man, jump man, jump man. <laughs> Jordan Brand, Jordan Brand's own Luka Doncic. You know I I will stay on another positive note. Last night. The, the the magic game, I, I you know, I always want to win or whatever the case may be. But I, I kind of see the writing on the wall for this team as far as playoff rides goes. I'm not ready to count it out just yet, but I see the writing on the wall. And I thought last night, this goes against everything I talk about because I want to win every time. But I thought last night was a little more encouraging than than you could have in a, in a typical loss, right? Because at the end of the day, playoffs or no playoffs, 
you want to be able to look at De'Aaron Fox and Marvin Bagley and be like, all right, we can we can build with this. And De'Aaron was sensational last night. And Bagley in his limited minutes and limited opportunity, I don't feel like they run any plays for Marvin Bagley, but that's a whole other story. Well, yeah, well, they, they kind of talked about that before the game, that they have to almost put that package back in. Yeah, I feel like they, he just gets the scraps. You know well, yeah, like, right now I think he does. But they, 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 what Luke said was they had a whole series of things set up for him, and then he got hurt. So they haven't really run any. They, they haven't run any of. It. He said they, he said they're going to they're, they're going to start going to. It. He said that you know, and then so much is different from when he went out. You know, when he when he was start, the beginning of the year, he was starting with Dwayne Dedman. So I mean, it's a lot different, but you know, but they, 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 they're they're going to go back, go back in that bag, so to speak, and go go to that. It's just they haven't gone back to it yet. Uh, well, I, and that's good to hear. But I thought that was, I thought they showed me something last night, and if and and that's a that could be the storyline for the rest of the year. I'm not saying Fox has to average 31 points a game, but if Fox and Bagley show you for the rest of the season that yes, we are cornerstones, we were just hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like that's big in the development of you what this team is wants to do. Yeah. You got to take that. I mean, I mean, what else do you got? I mean, if you you know, if you if you end this season, I know we're not even halfway about halfway done. I'm not trying to bury the season completely, but you got to be clear what the you know, what the big picture is and you know, my you know, what did what did Nip say minor setback for a major comeback, you know. <laughs> Facts. You know, you, you might take – and I and I fully expect that they would take a step back this season. So, like I said, the reason, maybe I'm just in a different zone because this is what I, I expected this. I mean, because you see it a lot where a team will surprise people. Then the next year when everyone knows what's coming, they kind of go, oh, you know, it, they kind of get, you know, now now everyone has Buddy Hill circled on their scouting report. They know you got to do this and this against Fox. So, you know, it, it, I'm not shocked of what kind of what's going on because it's growing pains and it's a very, you know, and you're the, you're the guys who will be your two best players are what? 22 and 21. So, yeah. I mean, Mark you know, not I, even 21 yeah. yet, is he? Oh, I think his birthday is next He might month. be 21. Mark. I thought he was still 20. Yeah. Either way, you know, your, your two best, the guys who you believe. He's young. Be your two Let's best, put it that yeah. way. <laughs> yeah. Pretty, yeah. Pretty, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, I'm at the age now where he's, he's young enough to where I'm like, I can hang out with his pops. <laughs> you know, you know I'm, I don't, I don't, I'm like I'm hanging out with I'm like his dad on the road trip. I'll hang out with pops. So, but yeah, right. let's see. We almost, it's almost. I guess it's almost time to wrap up. I think we've railed and 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 vented and gotten our, our things out about this organ this, this team. But uh, so before we run out of here, uh, we'll talk again after this game. But you uh, you ready for Luca? I'm ready for Luca. I'm ready for Luca. I like Luca Doncic. All right. I've seen some things that I don't like about Luka Doncic, though. All right? There's, there's, there's a few things lately in a couple of these losses. It's just one loss. It's not like he's lost 10 in a row or five or the last six or nothing like that. But in just one loss that I wasn't really feeling. I want that same energy that you guys have for Fox when Luka storms out of the locker room without talking. I don't think it's a big deal either way. But I just want the same energy. You know what I'm saying? Like, people was on Fox's head when he did that in the fifth game of the season. I want the same energy when Luka does the same thing after some loss against a random team. Like, it wasn't even a big loss. And then, you know, you got this thing in the Lakers game. Yeah. A lot of complaining. Doing a lot of complaining. Well, that's what, the, that's what the good players do. They complain. That's what the good players do. They they complain. From I mean, I've and I've seen all of them do it. So, but, but Look, I've literally seen every last one of them do it at some point, so I'm kind of used to it. So, you know, so, I, yeah, I'm, I'm ready for him yeah. to come to town, though. 
Yeah, it, I'm ready for him to come to town. The, King, the Kings think they slick, you know. Post game, they always have on the, on the big screen who's coming up next. You know, you have a Kings player and an opposing player. They didn't have no. <laughs> Did they have player Tim Hardaway? <laughs> they, they didn't. They didn't put anybody. I thought they had Tim Hardaway or something. Y'all, y'all shady. Y'all ain't slick. Y'all ain't slick. You know, y'all gonna have to. Y'all gonna have to get over it. You know, everyone, you're you're never gonna win that argument. Luke about to go to the Hall of Fame already, and people are like Marvin can't stay healthy. You know. You know, don't be trying to, you know, I, I I almost feel like, you know what? I'm not supposed to be, supposed to be dumb. I, you know what? No, put Luca up there. Let Marvin see that. Let Marvin see that. Somebody was upset with Marvin's post game. Not upset. That's that's a strong word. But they were like, because Marvin was pretty, pretty boisterous and pretty like, um, like, you know, he had the comment talking about you guys haven't seen nothing yet and everything. I thought he, had, I thought my, he had some good sound and, was, and some good and team I, sound and, and some th- th- that's what I asked him. So yeah, blame me. I just I just said, you know, I, me knowing the work he put in in the summer, I just asked him. I said, hey, have we even seen close to what you've been working on? And he's like, I ain't seen that. He said, I mean, he's, I'm trying to be humble, but y'all ain't seeing nothing. So man, I would love to see it on Wednesday. I would love and to I like see it that. against Luca. We, we talked about that. Yeah, you know, like, I think you know how I feel, Jason. Get, get Luca coming off. to town. Yeah. I'm Marvin Bagley. Luca coming to town. I'm looking. I'm first of all, if he get down in the paint, I'm looking to bop on his head. You know, that's number. I like. That's just me. That's just me. I'm competitive. Well, you know what I'm saying? Well, I'm looking nah, they, they, to, to go all they're out. Gonna they're gonna hide. They're gonna hide Luca. They ain't gonna happen. <laughs> Oh, well, you know, if he tries to go in there yeah. for one of them sneaky, sneaky rebounds, I'm, if I'm Bagley, I'm looking for tip smash opportunities. Okay, wow, wow. I don't know how. I, I want like if I'm Bagley, I want it. I want all the smoke tomorrow. And if okay, I'm Luca, well, like we talked about before, I'm coming to sack. I want all the smoke and sack. Vladdy should have took me in his eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think he's happy where he is. So, but I guess we, we'll we'll touch on this on Friday. You know, we'll we, we'll chit, we'll chit chat about that. So, is there anything else you, you know, I I got I, I got nothing else for, left, left for this team. I'm you know I'm gonna go throw darts at the Houston Astros right now. So hey. <laughs> well, we didn't get into it. Maybe we'll get into it on Friday about who, how Lupe Fiasco was Kendrick before Kendrick. Oh, whatever. Okay, I guess. So, well, we can get into all that Friday, but, you know. Well, so. he was supposed to be. I shouldn't say he was Kendrick, but he was supposed to be Kendrick Lamar before Kendrick Lamar. And it didn't okay, work out. Well, we can, yeah, we'll get on all that Friday. So, <laughs> we'll talk to y'all then after, you know. No, Luca returns to sack. I'm not saying return like he played here, but hey, it is what it is. So <laughs> y'all be good out there. Well, we they might to... give him a standing ovation like he returned here. Oh, somebody oh, are they going to play a Luca will. video tribute like he played here? That's what the fans want. There might be some folks on press row standing for him. So hey, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me stop. Let me stop. The producer kills me for running over like by an hour. So. Y'all know who I am. I'm Jason Jones, your favorite L.A. guy who covers the Sacramento Kings. I'm Kenny Carraway, and um, the Red Sox and Astros didn't cheat. Whatever. Bye. (laughs) Bye.